Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Douglas Muir. I'm the CEO and founder of the Family Business Fund, and we are doing Traditional Investing is Dead. This is a three-part series, so let's go over what we've been talking about. Part one was, what does the rising Fed rate mean to you and your investments? And we talked about that for a little bit. What are the different types of credit? That's what we talked about last week. And this week, we're going to talk about the underlying asset that the Family Business Fund invests in, and it's called Merchant Cash Advance. And who other than the expert in Merchant Cash Advance, my partner, my friend and lawyer, Rob Mossery. How you doing, buddy? Good, my friend. It's always a pleasure to be here, especially for an educational session like this. How are you? How's the weather up in Charlottesville? There's a small break in the humidity. It's not as muggy today. It's still hot, uh, as as you know, in a, when you lived here, the mid-Atlantic is uh, this time of year is, is hot, muggy, mosquito-y, if that's a word. But today is a little bit of a break. So Rob, on these educational videos that we're doing for our uh, accredited investors, our high net worth people, I, I just met with one um, not even 20 minutes ago. We had breakfast, uh, two dentists, very successful had no idea about A, alternative investments, and B, what a merchant cash advance was, and what the Family Business Fund was doing. So they are now investors, and they, uh, they gave us money to invest for them. Uh, they were very excited about uh, what we do. But now let's talk about alternative investments. You are um, an investor, you're an entrepreneur, you're a professor um, and a lawyer. Tell, let's start off high level. What is an alternative investment to you? Anything other than stocks or bonds, right? And so a lot of people, when they sit down and really think about it, they can probably point to various sectors that are say this is an alternative investment, that's an alternative investment. Obviously, real estate is probably the biggest alternative investment that a lot of people pursue, whether it's a rental home or some sort of commercial uh, uh, or a REIT or whatever it may be. A digital currency over the past few years have become very popular. Cryptocurrency have become very popular alternative investments. So it's things like that that people could probably analyze and, and, and figure out. What's surprising to me is all the meetings that we have, the sophistication of some of the the most exclusive and elite private equity groups uh, really in the world don't know merchant cash advances, don't know MCAs. And we end up having to explain what they are, how they work. A lot of people confuse them with payday advance, uh, right? Because you have that word advance and a lot of people are like, oh, it's payday loans which it's clearly not, obviously, as you know, you know, payday loans are very small, very short, you're trading your paycheck. I mean, there's some, I guess, some similarities, but not really. But uh, uh, it's, it's quite an, an education process that we have had to undertake, uh, as you know, from our personal experience with some of the most sophisticated investors in the world. And well, one was you, Rob. I mean, uh, two years ago, uh, three years ago, when I started the Family Business Fund and I needed legal help, you were right there to help me structure stuff. And, and you were with me for two years uh, before you, A, invested and B, came on as a partner. So what was your learning power curve look like? I'd heard of factoring, right? A factoring concept. Uh, but from my experience, what I thought that meant is the business that's that's being advanced the money, that's taking the money, um, was simply going to give you their 
future receivables. You collect their future receivables for them and then keep a percentage, give them, uh, give them the rest, right? And so that's immediately where sort of my head went with respect to when, I, when, I, when you first started uh, exposing me to uh, Merchant Cash Advance. And I didn't really quite understand the concept and how it works, right? So I think an educational session like this would be, would be very beneficial, uh, not just for, uh, for new investors who, who don't know the concept, but quite frankly, some of our existing investors uh, still are wrapping their heads around exactly what it is and how it works. So tell us what you've learned about Merchant Cash Advance and, and how it truly, and I mean really truly helps the merchant, the client receiving the money. What you have to do is you, you really have to start at a very high level, right? And, and yes, I'm using my experience as a teacher at UVA Law School to really paint a big picture, right, without getting straight. So if you start at a very high level, you understand that most big banks, traditional banks, are designed to service companies like Ford, GM, Halliburton, Bechtel, right? They're not really designed to support Bob's Wheel Alignment or Pedro's Trucking Company, right? So if you start with that premise, everything will really come, come into play, right? So you have this distrust that occurs between the big banks and small businesses, right? The big banks think the businesses are going to default, so they don't want to give them the money, right? And you have distrust on the other side. The small businesses don't trust the big banks for a variety. They are going to foreclose on the loan. They're not going to be uh, help them in, in any way. So for a variety of reasons, the, the small businesses don't trust the banks. And so you have this inefficiency that occurs in, in the marketplace. And what happened around 2008, 2009, when the first credit crisis uh, came into being, that's when banks really tightened their purse strings. And they're like, all right, we're truly going to do what everybody knows we do, which is only loan to the big, big companies. And so the small businesses were really left to fend for themselves. So this concept of merchant cash advance came into being, and it's, it's quite simple. It's simply a, I'm going to have money in the future. My future receivables are going to come at some point in the future, three months from now, six months from now, nine months from now. And here's evidence that I'm going to receive this money in the future. Will you, lender, trade me money today for a portion of these receivables in the future? So that's what it is. It's not a loan. It's simply a private contract where I'm trading you real value today money for value in the future, right? It's the same way as if, if I sold you my car and, I, and you gave me installment payments over time. The difference is I assume, I as the lender, assume risk associated with your future receivables because it's in the future. No one can predict the future. We hope that these purchase orders are going to come into being, that your ice cream business is going to be very busy in the summer, that whatever the reason that we think the receivables are, are protected, we, we will give you the money today. And then it's a matter of us taking payments weekly from the merchant in exchange for this, for the money that we've given today, right? So it's the merchant cash advance. So why do businesses do this, right? I mean, and I talk to business owners and I'm like, look, there's different kinds of financing you can choose. This could be deemed to be an expensive form of financing, but why do you choose this 
for your business. And the business owners will almost always say, look, we went into this with eyes wide open. We knew exactly what we're getting ourselves into. And there are three reasons why we decided this was in the best interest of our business. Number one, banks take a long time. We got to go through the application process, an interview process, a credit check. They got to go through underwriting. They got to go through legal. It could take six weeks, eight weeks, sometimes even longer. And we have an auction where we can buy square shaped glasses that we need for our business this Saturday. We need the money tomorrow so we can take it and buy these square shaped glasses by Saturday. The banks are never going to give it to us. Number two, banks have a use of proceeds provision in their agreements that says, if we've given you money and you told us you're going to buy square-shaped glasses, you better buy square-shaped glasses and give us the receipt that shows us you bought square-shaped glasses. If you get to the auction and you see round-shaped glasses that are way cheaper and that would work just as well for your business, you can't buy those. You got to go back to the bank go through legal, go through underwriting, go through the process to use their proceeds for something other than the square-shaped glasses. And by the time you get approval, if you do, the square-shaped glasses are gone, right? Or the round-shaped glasses are gone. Whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're buying, you just can't alter the use of proceeds provision. And number three, a lot of times business owners have some sort of black mark on their own personal history, right? They may have missed a hospital payment in 1997. Well, any reason for the bank to say no and to deem someone uncreditworthy is a good enough reason for most traditional banks. And so the banks are going to say no. The business owners know the banks are going to say no. They don't want to even go through the process. And so they're left again to fend for themselves. What can they do? So this concept of merchant cash advance is appealing to a handful of business owners. And so if you look at like some specific examples you know, we were contacted recently by a, a sweets company. And the sweets company has purchase orders from Costco and from BJ's for several hundred thousand dollars that they have agreed to buy their sweets at some point in the future. If you feel comfortable that BJ's and Costco are going to be around for a while and that they're going to honor their purchase order, then you feel comfortable as a lender making an advance to this kind of company in order for them to be able to, to create their suites so they can sell them to BJ's and, uh, and uh, uh, Costco. We had another company who's, who's a trucking company who bid on being able to move equipment from venue to venue for a concert act in order for them to be able to get that purchase order. They needed another rig they needed a driver, they needed insurance, they needed diesel, right? And they needed it for a small period of time. They didn't want to buy another rig. They just wanted to rent one for one month so they can honor this contract for, uh... and so those are the kind of deals that we do and that, that I like watching us do. And that I, you know, when we engage with, uh, with uh, the business owners, make me feel good about what it is that we're doing because without us, the banks aren't going to be of help to them they can't bootstrap this. How else are they going to be able to service and grow their business? You know what I love about the Family Business Fund is that we're truly helping American small business. I mean, there's a period 
uh, at the end of that. Also, what a lot of people don't understand is they'll try to put this into a payday loan, but that when the advance that we give, depending on the income, if that income changes, we'll lower their payment. We have to. It's in the contract, right? So what bank will ever lower your payment without your firstborn and like three pints of blood? That's the first thing. The second thing I love is that investors, like the two dentists that I just, a husband and wife, the two dentists I just uh, met today, they have no idea about alternative investment. They have no idea that people like the Family Business Fund exist and pays 15%. No matter what the market does over here, they're always going to chug along and make 15%, 15%, 15%. I mean, that's an ungodly amount of money now, considering it's a negative 34.7% on the S&P 500. You know, I'm so excited, uh, A, to have you on as a partner, but that you really um, are able to explain the MCA industry on how it is so good for small business America. And I want to thank you for your time, Rob. This is Traditional Investing is Dead. My name is Douglas Muir. I'm the CEO and founder. Rob is the president of the company, and we're glad to have him on. We'll see you all later.